Amen. Can we put our hands together and give God a cheer this morning? Hallelujah. Come on, how many are thankful for life and life more abundantly in Jesus Christ? Amen. How many believe that He is the resurrection and the life? Amen this morning. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Wow, what a tremendous time of worship. How many love worshiping God? Amen. Love just worshiping God. It's probably the best way to get exercise. Is that right? And, and Amen. But I'll tell you something. God works and lives in the praises of God's people. When we begin to worship, God begins to work. Amen. How many are thankful that when, when, when we don't make it about ourselves and we make it about the Lord, God makes it about Him, right? Himself. And He makes it about His kingdom. And so this morning, just so thankful for uh, the spirit that's in the house today and the worship going forth. Good to see everybody here today. Thank you for coming and those that are joining us online. I know that uh, a lot of people uh, are online and just in their homes or wherever they are and uh, throughout the week listening and watching. But you know, more importantly than hearing a, a sermon is really just agreeing with us in prayer and, and uh, kind of building a relationship with us. That's what we're after. So we really are, are about relationship building here in the church. And so, um, you know, if you hear something that blesses you or maybe God said does something great in your life and you're just really kind of staying home right now, we, we really feel that it's important to hear from you. So we would encourage you to email us comment on our pages or whatever what God's doing in your life and uh, just throw us a story and a testimony of God's power working in your family and your life how many are encouraged by testimonies right amen I believe that God wants us to testify and uh, of his goodness so if you're you know listening online or watching online and maybe you say well man there's something that God's doing in my life uh, and uh, maybe you don't go to this church we still would like to hear from you so just want to encourage people to do that and throw that out this morning well it's good to see everybody and and even people in the balcony, in the back, and wherever you are, uh, we're just so glad to, to be here today. And who would ever have thought that we had a 70-degree weather in November? And uh, I told my wife, I said, now that it's warm, I should probably put the Christmas lights up right now. Because how many have ever, you know, you decide to do it, and it's freezing cold the day that you want to do it, right? And uh, so I thought, well, I need to do it while it's warm. And uh, and I don't think people will laugh at me too much because they'll, they'll probably be doing the same thing. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy the weather, but amen. You know, knowing that um, the time that we're in and the days that we uh, have, have really passed and the days ahead of us are important, uh, you know, just praying about what the Lord would want to say today or encourage you today. And uh, it, the Lord changed it like two or three times. So we're going to, I'm going to hear like you're hearing it today pretty much for the first time I'm going to be saying it for the first time amen today what the Lord really wants to share amen but um, let's just get right into the word today I want to just read a scripture and then we'll pray in Joel chapter 2 Joel chapter 2 and uh, towards the the end of the old covenant the old testament in Joel chapter 2 usually I have a bookmark and I do that I took a chance today uh, I'm just so really just uh, encouraged by all the people and all the, the movements and uh, organizations that have just encouraged us in the last um, few months to pray. I'm encouraged by, you know, so many of the people that have stood up and had a public prayer meeting and praise and worship. How many have been following people online and, and some of the events online that people have been praying and seeking the Lord in public and doing worship services and 
uh, whether it's our nation's capital or where trouble is happening right now or in our nation. Uh, I'm so encouraged by that. I'm so encouraged by the church and Christians really just saying, listen, this isn't time to really to hide. This is a time to stand up and this is a time to pray and this is a time to seek the Lord. And, and uh, how many have been encouraged by that? I, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. I think it's awesome that we have the freedom and the privilege and the right in our nation to do that. Isn't that right? Come on, a lot of people don't, can't do that. And so I'm thankful for that. But more than just a public demonstration, we are doing something very significant in the spirit realm. There is something happening as Christians are gathering all over. And whether it's a prayer meeting here or a worship service there, how many believe that's so significant what's happening? I believe that. I believe that with all my heart. It's very significant. And, uh, and I'm telling you, it's God-honoring. And anything that's God-honoring is God-blessed. And when God blesses something, look out. Amen. God's in the middle of it. He's right there. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for those moments in time that we have seen. And, and how many know they're going to in increase? They, we're, gonna, we're not going to stop doing that. And uh, we, as we said a couple weeks ago, we don't just do that. You know, at this time of the season and year, we don't just do that to get, you know, for someone to get elected or for, for the election. We do that because we're seeking God for the direction of our nation. And how many know the Bible says that God directs the king's thoughts and God directs those things? So we call on God who is in charge. We call on God who is the ruler of those things. So I want to encourage you today. I, I feel like um, a lot of people today, I just feel like uh, just being encouraged in the Lord and looking to God's word today. So in Joel chapter 2, in Joel chapter 2, starting in verse 1 and 2. And I'm going to go through a couple verses here. Stay with me. It says, Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord comes, and it's nigh at hand, or it's close at hand. A day of darkness and a day of gloominess, a day of clouds and a day, a day of thick darkness, as in the morning spread upon the mountain, and great people and a strong in uh, a strong people, there hath not been ever like it before. We've never seen it before, is what God's saying. Neither shall be any like it after, even to the years of many generations. And then in verse 18, in verse 19, he says, Then will the Lord be jealous for this land. The Bible says when the people call out to God, Then will the Lord be jealous for this land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and you will be satisfied. And I will uh, be no more. I will no more make you a reproach among the world or among the heathen. It says. And in verse 28, we know this very familiar passage of scripture. Because of this, the Bible says in verse 28, He says, "And it shall come to pass afterward, at, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh." And your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. And also upon my servants and my handmaidens, in those days will I pour out my spirit. And then in Acts chapter 2, we find that Peter, when he stood up to preach, he, he echoed these words, and he said, This is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. This is what's happening today. This is what's going on. As you look out here and you see all these people and the Lord moving on us and Jesus had ascended and 40 days ago and, and now we're praying in the upper room and all of a sudden God begins to do something amazing. He said, this is what this is all about. And he goes back to Joel chapter 2. But in verse 1 it says, blow the trumpet in Zion. How many know, amen, that God is saying it's time to blow the trumpet? If there's an alarm that's being sounded. Blow a trumpet in Zion, not in the streets, not in the world. He said, blow the trumpet in Zion and then sound an alarm on my holy 
Hill. This is what God's doing today. Lord, we just thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you for the intention of your word and the will that's behind your word. Lord, that the desire when you spoke these words, the desire of your heart, Lord, is being expressed today. May we as the church, Lord, I pray, hear what you're saying to us, be encouraged. And Lord, I humbly come before you and just say, Lord, if I could just say one word, of encouragement to the body of Christ today and encourage their faith in you, Lord, that I've done what I needed to do today, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're moving. Your word is sure. There's nothing that can hinder your word from coming to pass. Lord, everything that you said in this book is yes and amen. And I give you all the praise and all the glory. And everybody said amen. Blow the trumpet in Zion. He's saying that we need to wake up. We need to have faith and we need to get busy about what God has called the church to do. And I believe that if the world is getting worse, and as Jesus said, that the sin of many, the love of many is waxing cold, or sin is getting worse in the earth, how many know, I believe that the church should get stronger. I believe the church should get more pure. I believe the church should get more radical. I believe the church should be more clear in their thinking. Come on, in this day and this age. I believe that the church needs to hear God like never before in this time. Is that right? And I, I look at the world and I see it messed up sometimes, I, especially this last year. We just look and say, God, what is happening in our world and the things around us? But I believe that, amen, God's kingdom is not like that. God's kingdom is clear. God's kingdom is strong, right? And we're a part of that kingdom, aren't we? We're a part of that, isn't it? And so I'm, I just want to just encourage you today there's, uh, that God is really saying that it's time to blow the trumpet. There, there's a sound that's been going out uh, sometime this year and even the beginning of this year that there was, there was something going on in our nation and I believe that it really caused a lot of us to wake up. And it brought a shaking as we shared a couple weeks ago. It brought a shaking and God is shaking and He declares it in His Word. But I also believe that it's a time for the church to really rise up, to stand up and to be accounted for. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. And so here in Joel chapter 2 it says, Blow the trumpet. In Zion. How many know that God's blowing his trumpet? Amen. You know, when the Bible says that all through the Bible history, there was a trumpet that was blown. There was something, a very significant time in history, trumpets were blown. And I know people have been talking about blowing the shofar and things like that. But, and this is what he's declaring here in Joel 2. But how many know when Jesus returns, the Bible says that trumpets are going to sound? Amen. Come on. From the very beginning, when the presence of the Lord came into Zion, the Bible says there was trumpets sounded, amen, as a day of a declaration. And there'll be a day that when Jesus returns, there'll be a trumpet that sounded, amen, that our King is coming. Hallelujah, amen. And so I want to just encourage you today. There's a few things that we see in Bible, uh, in history, and also the Bible teaches us about blowing the trumpet. They blew the trumpet at feast as a sign of worship. How many know God wants worship? How many know God is calling the church to worship like never before? Amen. And how many know there's no pandemic that's going to slow down our worship? Amen. Or going to shut down our worship? Amen. And so they blew the trumpet at feast. They blew it at, at also, the second thing was assembly. To gather God's people together. When, when Joel says it's time to blow the trumpet in Zion, he said it's time to get all the people of God together. How many know, not just a gathering, but get us on the same plane. Get us in the same understanding, in the mi same mindset. Amen. Everybody needs to get on the same page, as it were, in the kingdom. So it calls for an assembly. Now, if you read Joel chapter 2, you'll see not only in verse 1 did it say blow the trumpet, but also later on he says 
to blow the trumpet again, call a solemn fast, a, a prayer, a time of prayer and fasting to God's people. So blowing the trumpet was not just to gather people together for fellowship, but was for prayer and fasting. And then we see it was for battle. How many know when God said to blow the trumpet, especially when it came to Jericho and the time of Jehoshaphat, it was time for battle. Is that right? But it also, they blew the trumpet before the war, and then they blew the trumpet after the war for a great victory. And so when the Bible says blow the trumpet in, in Zion, that is a sign that there's about to be a great victory in the camp of the king. Amen. Hallelujah. And so they blew that trumpet for a battle cry. It was a battle cry that we need to get together. You need to, uh, you know, you got 12 tribes. And, and, but you know what? The, when the enemy came, how many know it was time to put down what tribe you were from, what side of the, come on, property you were from, what, what race you were, what you identified with, and join together, it's battle time. Is that right? Is that what the Bible says? And, uh, well, it does. And so anyway, so it's for battle and for victory, victory, but it also was to call to attention. It was to, when you heard, wherever you were working or you out to battle, when you would hear that trumpet, when you would hear that shofar blow, it was time to, to, to come together, but it was also very time for, uh, important time for attention. It was to get people, the people of God's attention. Uh, you know, when they would blow the, the trumpet in the Old Testament, you know, the world, the, those that didn't know, the heathen, that wouldn't understand what it was. They thought, well, somebody's out there practicing those shofar. It must be one of the high school kids again, you know, practicing. They didn't understand what it was all about. But how many know the people of God knew what it was about? Come on, the remnant knew what it was about. And I believe that God, amen, has a remnant. That's you and I today. Amen. We should be hearing what God is saying. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of change, in the midst of craziness, we need to hear what God is saying. Amen. Wherever, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, amen, when God blows the trumpet, when there's a sound, He calls us to attention. It's time for us to listen. Amen. And I believe God's calling, directing our attention in these days, in this hour, to some things. I want you to look at Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. We shared this back in the spring, a sermon called Arise, Shine. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, this is written to the church of the people of God as like a battle cry. It says, Arise, shine in the King James. Or I'm going to read it in another translation. It says, Rise up in splendor and be radiant, for the glory of the Lord is streaming from you. Break forth with light of a new day. How many know it's time to rise and shine, for the light of the glory of the Lord is risen upon us? Amen. It's time to arise and shine. That's what it's about. And God's speaking that to us as a church to arise and to shine. How many know it's one thing to stand up, but it's another thing to stand up and declare? Like Peter did on the day of Pentecost. Amen. He didn't just stand up and say, look at me. He stood up and said, I got something to say. This was that which was, pro so was prophesied by the prophet Joel. Is that right? And what did he say in Acts 2.38? He stood up and the Bible says he said, repent. Amen. And be baptized. Amen. And, and receive the Holy Ghost. So not only did he stand up, but he said something. How many know standing up as a Christian is about not just standing up and being noticed, but it's about saying something. Yes, it is. And so the Bible's declaring that this is the day that we live in, that the church isn't sleeping, the church isn't lazy, the church isn't forgetful, the church isn't off playing games, but the church is standing at attention and listening to their commander-in-chief. Amen. That, 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 this is the day that we live in, and this is the day that we... How many know uh, the day of sitting back and watching uh, you know, the world go by? That, that, no, those days are over. It's time to get involved. 
God's saying it's time to get involved. And everybody has been given a gift and a calling, amen, today to get involved. To do what God wants us to do. As we talked about last week, there's a battle for the mission. Amen. So we need to arise and shine. This is what it's about. And all through Isaiah, those chapters that he's talking about, 60 through 66, he's talking about glory. And he, he mentions it 23 times. He's talking about a new day, a new priesthood, a new mercy, a new prayer, a new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. Talking about a new day. How many know this is a new day? It may not look like you thought it would look like, but it's a new day. Is that right? Amen. We haven't been this way before, but it's okay. God's leading us. Come on. We, we're a little nervous about where we're going, but amen. It's okay. God is in control. God is our commander in chief. God has got us by his right hand. God will not let us fall, but God has us in the hollow of his hand. Can somebody say amen? Is that right? Hallelujah. And so arise and shine. So it not just the, the trumpet that's being blown here is not just for a feast and worship. It's not just for an assembly, for prayer and for a battle cry and to call our attention to what God is saying, but also it's a declaration. Did you know when they blew a trumpet, it was a declaration? And how many know that speaks of preaching today? How many know that we need to, to, to sound off the gospel today in our generation? That's how we blow the trumpet in our day. That's how we declare in our day God's glory, God's goodness, God's mercy, God's grace is through the preaching of the gospel. Is anybody listening? Amen. It's through the preaching. And every time that they blew that trumpet, it was a declaring. It was a declaring of something. Hey, that this is the day of the Feast of Atonement. They were declaring something. They were declaring, amen, the day of redemption. They were declaring that this is about the Messiah coming. They were declaring a victory. They were declaring something. How many know that when we blow the trumpet, in a spiritual sense, it's about declaring, it's about preaching. And that's what God is looking to us to do today in our day, in our time, in our generation, is to blow the trumpet, is to sound an alarm, amen. Come on, somebody. How many, how many know that we need to be telling some people, everyone we know, that not only does God love them, but He's got a plan for them, and that Jesus is real, and that Jesus is coming back for those that believe in Him, and how important and significant it is for people to believe in Him with all their heart and turn to Him and repent. Come on, that they would be saved. Is that right? And experience eternal life. That's what declaring is all about. And that's what the preaching of the gospel is about. But you know, also in this declaration, when they would blow the trumpet and they would blow that ram's horn, there would also be a warning that speaks of the prophetic. How many know what I'm talking about? They would say there's a warning going off. Now, how many know God speaks not just to the church, He speaks to His enemies? Did you know that? God prophesies to His enemies? Amen. A lot of times we think prophecy is just limited to the church. No, it's limited to everyone. I mean, it goes out to everyone. It's not limited to, to anyone. It, it goes out. And so it also prophesies to his enemies. As the Bible says, David would prophesy. And, and through worship and through music, he would prophesy to the enemies. Come on. He would prophesy and he would declare, listen, God's going to have a victory. God's going to have the last word today. And so I believe that, that, that blowing the trumpet today is what God is saying, is that we need to warn, and there's a prophetic utterance going around. Come on. How many know prophecy isn't just to make you feel good and bless you and make you rich? Come on, some prophecy you're not going to like. Come on, Jesus prophesied and said, look, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, there's a day coming where not one stone is going to be left unturned. There's going to be destruction. Nobody liked to hear that, did they? 
But how many know sometimes it's a good thing that God warns us. It's for our protection that God warns us. It's for our safety. It's that we can prepare, amen, to do what we need to do when that day comes. Is that right? So that's why he didn't just do it to scare everybody and, and doom and gloom. He does it so that we can be educated, come on, and prepared for what God is going to do. And so this is what blowing the trumpet was about. When, when Sometimes when the people of God would hear that sound, there's a certain sound, they would know that it was a prophetic sound. And I believe that there is a prophetic sound going forth out of the church today. And it's not just to the church, it's to the world. They're saying, look, this thing about God is real, and Jesus is real, and His kingdom is real, and He really died on the cross, and He's really coming back. Come on, that's what preaching is about. The Bible says, and James and says, that sometimes we have to preach, uh, you know, with fire. <laughs> is that right? To people that don't believe. We have to preach with compassion, but also there's times that we preach with fire. As the Bible says, that they, those that, there are, that don't fear would begin to fear God and know that He's real. Let's not get into that, but stay on point here today. And this is what I love, that this is what a declaration does. This is when they blew the horn. This is what it was about, the trumpet. And I believe this is the focus of what God wants us to look at for the future of our nation. And that is the introduction of a king. How many know when a king was around... The trumpets were blown. Every time the king was in the castle, trumpets sounded. Every time the king was about to come down, amen, the road, the trumpets sounded. Every time the presence of the king was getting ready to come on the scene, trumpets were blown. That's why the Bible says when the king, Jesus, touches this earth for the second time, trumpets are going to sound because it's an introduction of the king of glory, the king of kings, and the Lord of lords, amen. And when we as the church stand in prayer and worship, we're declaring, amen, that our God is king. Is that right? Amen? How many believe that he's king this morning? Come on, let me see your hand. How many believe that to his government there'll be no end? How many believe that he's the president of presidents, the governor of governors, the leader of leaders, the Lord of lords, the king of kings? Nobody can overtake him. Nobody can overthrow him. You can't vote him in. You can't vote him out. Come on, amen. He's the king of glory. And that's what blowing the trumpet in our day is all about. God is saying to our nation, there's a king greater than any leader that you can come up with in this world that you know about, any dictator. Come on, their days are numbered. But there's a king of glory that his days are unnumbered. Amen. He's the ancient of days. Amen. And he rules in the heavens above and the affairs of man. Hallelujah. I'm excited about that. When That's what we're doing. We're, we're letting the world know there's a king coming. There's a king among you. Come on, Jesus said, don't say the kingdom is over here and over there. What did he say? The kingdom of God is within you. Amen. This speaks of the presence of God. Every time that they would see in the Old Testament, God said, I'm coming to my people, they would have to blow the trumpet. Every time in the feast that represented the Messiah coming, they would blow the trumpet. Amen. How many know there's a spiritual trumpet being blown in prayer this, and in worship among God's people today? Amen. Yes, it is. I'm declaring it. Amen. That the presence of God is going to be manifest. Amen. Whether you like it or not, whether you're ready for it or not, whether you're comfortable with it or not, God's going to manifest His glory. God's going to manifest His presence. Amen. The gifts of the Spirit are going through, amen, this nation like never before. Amen. Come on, because God's going to manifest His glory. Miracles are going to run like water in the streets of Williamsport because God's going to manifest His glory. Amen. The King is on the move. Amen. And that trumpet being blown is saying, listen, I don't care what men can do to you. I'm not going to be afraid of that. I'm interested in what our King is doing. Amen. 
And our king is here. And our king is coming. Amen. Our king is doing a mighty work among us. And we're declaring that. And every time a king would come, listen, you know what they said? It's not a dead king. It's a living king. Amen. It's a living presence, isn't it? The living presence of God among us. And this speaks of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This speaks of what God wanted to do all along in Joel chapter 2. He said, I'm going to pour out my spirit in those days. I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. I don't care what color flesh you are. I don't care where you came from. God's going to pour his spirit on all flesh. How many believe that? Amen. We're praying for America, but we're also praying for the Middle East. God's going to pour His Spirit out there. We're praying for Africa. We're praying for Asia. We're praying for all the islands of the sea that God is going to visit them. The King is going to visit them. This is what this is happening right now. The King is coming among us. Amen. And this is what the baptism of the Holy Spirit was all about. It was Jesus Christ coming, but it was Jesus living in us and us living in Jesus. So I'm excited today because, listen, when the, when the Bible talks about blowing the trumpet in Zion, you know what he's talking about? It's time to wake up, church. It's time to get up, church. It's, it's time to be the church, not just do church. I believe that we've done church long enough. It's time to be the church. How many know you don't need a mic to preach? You don't need an audience? Come on, you don't need an audience to sing? You don't need attention? You don't need to be the number one hit in America? You just sing praises to God, and He's going to elevate your song. He's going to elevate your worship. He's going to elevate your message, amen, today. And I love this because God is using everyone in what He wants to do. This is, this is not about the one-man show. This is not about a one-man ministry. This is about the body coming into what God has for us and hearing the sound, amen, of what He's saying today. And so today I want to encourage you, amen, there, there is a trumpet being sounded. There is a noise going forth as we sang, amen. And I, I'm so thankful today that I do hear a noise of bones rattling. I see churches coming together. I see denominations coming together. I see people coming together of all races and all kinds coming and bowing their knee before the Lord Jesus and in prayer and supplication. Amen. Come on. Amen. This is happening today. And we can't give up on it. We can't quit. We can't stop. You don't understand. God, 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 you know, the, the, the river of God doesn't stop. The baptism of the Holy Spirit wasn't just for one time. It's for today. God's mercies are what? New every morning. And because of that, Christians can't stop living righteous. We can't stop praying. We can't stop believing God. We can't stop prophesying. Come on, amen. Is that right? Amen. I believe it's time to wake up. I believe it's time to have faith in God. And I believe it's time to get busy with what God's called us to do. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Amen. Sound the alarm in my holy mountain. This is what it's about. The king is among us. The introduction of a king is what's happening in our nation and around the world. I'm so thankful for the movement that we see in China. The movement that we see in Russia over the years, we've seen it. How many know what the devil has meant for evil? God turns it around for good. And every time, amen, you look on the outside, you can't see much. God's always got a remnant underneath. He's always doing something behind the scenes. And the enemy can't figure it out. The devil gets confused. He doesn't understand. He thinks he knows what God's up to, but God is greater. He's always two steps ahead of our enemy. He knows the victory before the battle begins. Amen. And I don't, about, I don't know about you, church, but we can't wait till the battle's over. We need to shout right now. Amen. That's what we do when we blow the trumpet. We shout right now. Amen. Did you know there's a time and when there was fighting and the fighting got so intense? You know what they would do? They would blow that trumpet. Someone would get up on a high rock. 
And when they see sometimes that battle was going one way and it didn't look good, amen, they'd say, blow the trumpet. Remind the people of God who their victor is. Remind them why they're here and what's going on around them, amen. Remind them who the king is, who spoke the word to them to go in the battle in the first place, who's got their back, who's got their, amen, the victory all tied up, amen. And the people would hear that and something, the adrenaline would rush through their body and they'd fight just a little bit harder. They'd fight just a little bit longer, amen. And I want to encourage you to pray a little bit more. Amen. To stay, hold on to God a little bit more. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, this is not about, I'm not giving you some kind of political speech this morning. I'm talking about souls. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. I'm talking about God's will being done in the earth. Amen. That the trumpet is being sounded today. The Bible says in Romans chapter 13, I love this verse. It says, knowing the time. You've got to know the time, know the time, that now it is high time to wake up out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness, not in lewdness or lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to, to fulfill the lust thereof. The Bible says later on in Ephesians, he talks about waking out of sleep. He said, don't be drunk with wine. But be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. How many know God's saying this hour to wake up and be filled with the Holy Ghost? Amen. Be filled with the spirit of courage. Be filled with the spirit of might and provision from God. From the spirit of counsel and the spirit of understanding. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Man, that's what we need to be armed with today. Not the spirit of fear. Not the spirit of confusion. But of love, power, and a sound mind. How many can say amen? Amen. So I'm going to encourage you today that the trumpet is being blown Amen. Blow the trumpet in Zion. I'm telling you, there is a, an announcement that's coming from heaven. We've just got to hear it a little bit more than we have. Come on. We've just got to listen a bit of it. We've got to believe God. When Daniel, the Bible says twice, when Daniel prayed, this happened twice. He said immediately when you prayed, the answer was on its way. You just got to work through the, the fight. You just got to work through the 21 days. You just got to get through. How many know it wasn't, it wasn't with Noah, it wasn't the, the 40 days of rain that got to him. It was the uh, 100 and some days of waiting and coasting and cruising on that water that got to him. But if we'll hold out, amen, I believe there's an olive branch. Amen, there is a mountaintop. Amen. Hallelujah, that God said this thing's going to settle. This thing's going to sit. And when it does, my glory's going to fill the earth like the waters cover the sea. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we stand on our feet today? Hallelujah. Amen. That's it. That's all I got. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm, my holy mountain. Amen. Because in the last day, the Bible says, the reason we need to do this is that God wants to pour His Spirit out on all flesh. I don't know about you, but the Spirit of God, is God just so desires to move in our city like never before. But he's got, He needs a people that aren't divided. He needs a people that aren't afraid. He needs a people that just aren't hiding. Come on, He needs a people that are willing to run to the battle like David. They're willing to hear the sound. They're willing to, to wake up and hear the sound. And they're willing to go and they're willing to get busy. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of change, in the midst of confusion, we need to hear the sound today. Let's hear the sound of what God's saying today into the church. And, and you know, I believe that sometimes we come to church and we, we look for someone else to hear God for us. We, we, we get online and we want to search what the latest word is and the latest prophecy is. We want a direction, but how many know you need to get in the book? 
Come on, let's get in the book. This is the direction that God has for us right here in the book. Let's begin to worship like never before in your home with your family and the church. Let's begin to pray like never before. Let's begin to pray and, and let's begin to preach the gospel like never before. Let's begin to lift our voice, amen, and use the platforms that we've been given to declare the glory of God. This is the hour that God's coming to America. This is the hour that God is visiting. Listen, we don't need a political party to, to, to kind of give us our significance as the church. We already have significance. We already have identity. We already have purpose. We already are leg legitimate before God. We don't need somebody to legitimize us. We already are legitimate. Amen. We've already got a call. We've already got the anointing. We've got the faith. We've got the commission. We've got the power. Let me tell you something. There's one thing that we have that is powerful, more powerful than any government, than any, and than any word of people, and that is the word of God. The gospel of Jesus Christ is more power than any, any, any legislation, than anything that we can think of on this earth. The, the, the word of God is more powerful. What can change a heart but the gospel of Jesus Christ? What can turn a life of criminal life and a life of crime around but the gospel of Jesus Christ? What can take darkness and make it light? Amen. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is that right? Amen. And so today, we're going to blow the trumpet. We're going to say, Lord, I'm going to get in part of that company of people that are listening to the sound of the trumpet. I'm going to, I'm going to hear the sound. I'm going to do what you're asking me to do, what you're asking the church to do today. And I, I thank the Lord we're going to declare today as we sing and we leave, we're going to, we're going to say we hear a sound today. We're going to declare that we hear the sound of dry bones rattling. Amen. How many know the army of God is arising? Amen. And even in that instance when the army of God got up and they were in rank, how many know they still needed a trumpet to lead them? Amen. They still needed a commander to lead them. Amen. So thank God. Amen. Today we're hearing the sound of the trumpet. Let's blow the trumpet in Zion. Let, let's sound an alarm, amen, today in God's holy hill that Jesus is among us, that Jesus is more powerful, that Jesus is alive, that Jesus is the Lord, amen, that He wants to save everyone, that He wants to deliver and He wants to heal in this hour. Let's not get lost in our culture. Let's get lost in the kingdom, amen? Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank You for Your Word today. And, and as it, it just seemed like it was a, a bowl of spaghetti as we delivered it, Lord, nevertheless, you want us to hear the sound of the trumpet being blown in our, in our nation today. You are using your men and women in, in today, right now, today as we speak, that are blowing a trumpet in Zion. There is a sound going forth. Lord, we will not fear. We will not hide. We will not back down. We will not stop. We will not uh, get tired. We will not allow, Lord, our hands to hang down, but we are going to, amen, lift it up like never before. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That Lord, that with a two-edged sword in our hand, we're going to declare that this is the day of our God. This is the day of salvation in Jesus Christ. We thank you for that, Lord, today in Jesus' name.